Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, we were talking about transit, uh, and do please give me a call on the issue of the new bus rapid transit routes that have been announced. Some have said that shouldn't be the priority because they take away uh, routes, and uh, bu- the bus lanes take priority over other vehicles, 604-331-2899. But as Kevin Quinn, the CEO of Transit, and I were speaking, of course, Mike F- uh, Farnworth, the Solicitor General, held a press conference uh, to announce that the B.C. government has appointed an administrative act in place of the Surrey Police Board and assist the city's uh, trouble transition from the RCMP to a municipal police force. Uh, Mr. Farnworth says that all members of the Surrey Police Board have been suspended and he's appointed former Abbots for Chief Constable Mike Sir as an administrator. Now, I'm told uh, as uh, um, Minister Farnworth was speaking, he was asked what he thinks the reaction would be from Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke. Take a listen. The mayor has uh, her views on on uh, on this transition, and uh, I've made it clear that the transition will continue. Uh, there are some outstanding issues that I'm particularly concerned about. Uh, for example, uh, budgeting uh, for this year and for the, the the coming year. And the best way to deal with that is to uh, to put in place an administrator, suspend the board, uh, and that's why it's being done. Uh, this is not a reflection on the uh, the board members, who I think have worked incredibly hard and done uh, you know outstanding work. Uh, on what has been uh, a very challenging issue. Currently, right now, uh, a mayor is automatically on the police board and is automatically chair of the, the, the police board. So what's all this mean? This is a soap opera that's probably running longer than the days of our lives. Joining me now is Keith Baldry, Global BC's Legislative Bureau Chief. Keith, uh, what's this tell you? Well, this was flagged for us back in just a few weeks ago with the introduction of the amendments of, of, to the Police Act which laid out Section 8, uh, laid out a, a, a roadmap for the minister to basically suspend or fire the police board. In this case, they were suspended and appoint an administrator. So it was all laid out there. And in fact, it came up at the time when it was introduced. Questions were asked in the House about the, how this would work. So this is playing out exactly what appeared to have been predicted by this legislation. The problem uh, that we, we've been told is that there was basically paralysis of the budget-making process, and the clock is ticking. The budget has to be submitted by November 30th, and the board was not able to submit one, and not one that council necessarily agreed on. So now Mike Sear, the administrator, was basically the police board. One-man uh, army here. He has the power to draft his own uh, budget. This is the budget for the Surrey Police Services. He's got an experience as, as the former chief constable of the Abbotsford Police Force, so he can put together a police budget. That will go to the Surrey Council. If they reject it, it can be, be a bit of back and forth, but ultimately also now, um, and this is not a new thing, it can come back over to Victoria. If, if uh, Mike's here and the council do not agree on the budget for Surrey Police Services, it comes back here for arbitration uh, overseen by the director of police services, which is under Mike Farnworth. So this effectively is a checkmate move to ensure Surrey Police Service has a budget that uh, is is adequate to to ensure that the process from RCMP to Surrey Police Service will continue and will become much more accelerated as a result. So the minister here says, I have the power to to, uh, install somebody. I'm going to. He's going to give you the the budget that he thinks that is required. And as you said, uh, uh, he has a 33 year uh, 33 years of experience, Mr. Sir does, 
and from in Abbotsford and in the city of Vancouver. The city certainly can comment on it, but if they don't like it, it will, whatever the reasoning, if it's, you can call it consultation, but ultimately it will be uh, it will be approved either by the city council or by the minister. This is a done deal. There's only so much uh, Brenda Locke or city council can complain about this. Yeah, and if they, if they cannot agree, as I say, there is an arbitration process that would be signed off by the director of police services who reports to Mike Farnworth. So uh, I think this basically is told through council, this is it. This is the budget. Um, you know, uh, if there's a disagreement, they can they can go back and forth a little bit. But again, there's a time limit here. Only a, few, a couple of weeks left. Uh, so the time is of the essence. Sear has the experience, is, um, as you say, 33 years in policing. So he's going to be able to put together a budget fairly quickly. And that will clear the decks for Surrey Police Service to begin hiring officers at a fairly regular rate if they're available mm-hmm. and complete um, and smooth the transition from RCMP to SPS, which has basically been stuck in neutral. As mm-hmm. uh, Again, the two sides can't agree. I mean, if you look back at this, Keith, uh, do you think the provincial government, uh, uh, let's forget the municipal government of Doug McCallum at that time, do you think the provincial government moved too quickly in A, going ahead with this process when they should have said, hang on, let's look at this. What is your plan for the transition? What are the true costs? Which we never really got until uh, Doug McCallum lost the last election. And the board is a provincial board that's a, that's uh, appointed, and now it's been suspended, and I get that. Is this also not an acknowledgement, though, that the provincial government perhaps moved way too quickly in allowing the previous council to move ahead with this process in the first place? Oh, I suppose. I mean, but again, this is an unprecedented situation. I don't think anybody foresaw what some of the things that could happen, notably Surrey Council changing its mind halfway through the process. Um, Mm -hmm. It was one thing to approve a a council's original position um, and let it go forward. But then I don't think anyone, anyone at all that I recall seeing foresaw the council flipping the switch and changing its mind and wanting to reverse everything. That was the glitch that occurred here, and no one had any experience with dealing with that. So, yeah, I guess uh, maybe everyone moved a little too quick here, but I don't think anybody could credibly have foresaw some of the problems that popped up here. Because, again, this is just an unprecedented situation. And in regards to the, the court action itself, I mean, that's still moving forward. Am I correct? I mean, I don't know if the government's actually responded yet to the allegations, uh, responded to what, what Surya has said, but that's still, to your mind, uh, from what you hear, still moving forward? Well, Surrey is seeking a judicial review, um, but we haven't. The court's been very slow on this, um, so we're not sure exactly where that's going to go, and we're not sure what today's announcement has, what impact, if any, that would have on that legal proceeding. But uh, this is a this is a major step. Again, it was flagged in the legislation a few weeks ago that this was a likely outcome because there just could not be agreement, and as a number of us sort of. Question far more you ago whether this would happen. It certainly turns out it ha- happened exactly as it was laid out. Keith, thank you. All right, take care.